0: I, Adam D., being of sound mind and body, do hereby bequeath a podcast that celebrates suburban dad life to you, the listener, because you are that kind of dad, and this is the podcast for you. Little estate and wool planning here on the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, and I'm so glad my good friend Coach Randy is here because otherwise the podcast would just be called Bad to the Dad with Blank and Coach Randy, and we we simply cannot have that. So coach, great to see you. Episode number three, season three, our forty-first episode, and yet it took us three years to actually agree to do this kind of thing. No, listen,
1: uh, as always, great intro. You are the clever genius, but let's be honest, you are the true creative talent. Now, now,
0: us. now, now, it's amazing what you can come up with on a yeah. five-minute
1: ride from my house to yours, <laughs> to the den, to the absolutely den. to the den. Uh, but no, uh, it is a pure joy. The weeks go by faster. I have to tell well, you, they, do. they go by faster, <laughs> and next thing I know, it's Sunday. It's time to record our podcast, and I kind of get excited. I get a little,
0: I get a little, little, a little a tingle in my jingle. This is why I'm sitting a little further Absolutely. away on a the couch. in my jingle. I, I like our guest today. You know, we're doing something a little different. I, I love the guests that entertain. Yes. Uh, but I also love the guests that inform. And, yes. And you know, we're becoming men of a certain age, and we have to think about certain things. And Correct. what can Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Yale hopman He is uh,
1: he's an attorney. He does a lot long term planning. Uh, we got him because uh, his his publicist, uh, Amy Delman. He's got a publicist. Uh, publicist, well, Amy so he's Delman. an attorney. He's got, yes. a, he's got a publicist, and uh, well, uh, I she reached a out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so, Amy, thanks for uh, reaching out and uh, bringing uh, Yael. And I've known Yael for a few years. I met him through a Jewish networking uh, group. And well, that's uh, a little
0: redundant. Jewish networking. <laughs> you know, once, once you're in the tribe, <laughs> you are you're in the you're tribe. You're just automatically in a network.
1: <clears throat> Three degrees of separation. So mm-hmm. it's certainly. Uh, Stuff. But I'm looking forward to what he has to say. He's a he's a dad of several kids, and if you looked at some of the pictures, they all have facial hair.
0: Yeah, so when you send me the pictures <laughs> and they said, Why don't you post these pictures to help advertise Yale's appearance? I'm like, which one is Yale? It's like, isn't it obvious? I said, No. It's not they all obvious. have beards. They all have beards. Except beers. the daughter, thank goodness. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So speaking of publicity <laughs> yes. and advertising and marketing and promotion, we have to thank our sponsors.
1: Ah, of course, Becky Berman, bermancs.com. She uh, steps up every time. What's taking you all so long? Reach out to Becky. She could use the business.
0: She's talented. Marketing. Graphic design. She is the one that designed the Bone Daddy logo, the Bone Bad Daddy. to the Dad logo that you see on all of our social media. And speaking of social media, we're on pretty much every platform except the ones that the uh, the teeny boppers are yeah, using. Yeah, we're not
1: TikTok. We don't do TikTok.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if we can even figure it out. My, my daughter would have to teach me. But we are on Instagram. That handle is at Bad to the Dad. Facebook forward slash Bad to the dad. And of course our website, bad to the dad.com, where you can get information about upcoming shows and see photos of your hosts, Absolutely. And our guests, mm-hmm. kind of mixing it up and, and having a good time. And now there is a way to communicate with us. Where there is get, a way. We get uh, communications, we get emails through that website, and that is contact us at badtothedad.com. Randy, one more time for the listener.
1: Contact us at dadcom That is contact us. At badthedad.com,
0: and we actually got a few emails we this week, th- so it's working. <laughs> it's working, yes.
1: And uh, we're gonna call this 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 section of our uh, podcast "Dear Bone Daddy," "Dear Bone," not "Dear Abby." No, "Dear Bone Daddy." Dear Bone, Bone Daddy. Daddy knows all. Bone Daddy knows all, and so uh, here it comes. Mm-hmm. Hey, Coach Randy. Adam D. I'm listening. Quick question: Popeye's chicken or Chick Fil A? Love the pod,
0: Al. So, this is a question that. Uh, has to be answered with with different layers of depth because yeah. it's not just about fried chicken.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a, a philosophical kind mm-hmm. of political consideration. There's
1: some deep stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now,
0: you know, look, I I don't want to disparage Popeyes because I love their spokesperson. I think they got a good shtick going. Yeah. There, they seem to be available. But uh, not for nothing, I had a roommate uh, yeah. back in D.C., you know, when mm. I was living there as a, as a single guy who, <laughs> who got uh, food poisoning from Popeye's. Uh-oh. So Maybe, maybe that's a, store, <laughs> a store-to-store kind of thing. But uh, one thing I'll say about Popeye's is they're always available. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, I really enjoy a, a Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. sandwich. Yes. And their whole thing is that when you say thank you mm-hmm. for the chicken sandwich, they say my pleasure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you ask... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, is it really, is your, it pleasure, really your pleasure are you just saying that? Are you just trained to say they that? just say that. What do they say? You know, we understand that you could get a fried chicken sandwich any place. You can go to Wendy's, you yeah. go to Mickey D, go to any of the mm-hmm. fast food places and get a fried chicken sandwich. Yes. So it's really our pleasure to serve you mm-hmm. and we thank you for choosing Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I really like that motif. I like that brand of customer service. Mm-hmm. You have a, a son that's working for Enterprise. Yes. Same kind of thing. These yes. are the kinds of places that teach you yeah. to go above and beyond for your customers.
1: Attitude of gratitude.
0: But, you know, I do have an issue with the whole anti-gay, yeah, closed-on-Sundays thing. What, what, I, have a, you know, what, I have an issue with yeah. the anti-gay. My my yes. daughter has an issue with their closed-on-Sundays because that's yes. what she likes to yes. eat, yes.
1: this kind of stuff. You
0: know, so there, there's some question For me, yeah.
1: I'm Costco chicken. I'm sorry. But that's not the question. I'm just saying, I'm going off the board. I'm All going right. neither. I'm going Costco chicken. Because for five bucks, full chicken. So I would say neither. Going with Costco. But this
0: is, you know, a Costco chicken, this is not the kind of thing that you're, you're going to sit in your car and just gnaw on on a, a fried chicken carcass.
1: Yeah, i got to tell you. This is what you're doing? It could happen. Okay. It could happen. I'm glad
0: I'm not driving near you.
1: All right, so. Uh, uh, good question. That was Al? That was uh, Al. Thanks, Thank Al, you, Al, for the question. Next question. Hey, mm-hmm. long-time listener, first-time emailer. Not yeah, like
0: most of our <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> My teenage daughter keeps calling me a boomer, but I'm Gen Y. How do I get her to understand the difference? Really enjoy your podcast. Bill.
0: Well, thank you, Bill, for your question.
1: Yes. Very interesting question.
0: Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of data that we don't have. We don't yes. know how old uh, yes. Bill is. Correct. And, you know, who's called a boomer and who's called a Gen Y or yeah. a Gen X, or, that's really not up to yeah. us. Yeah. I think there are social scientists that say, yeah. you know, every generation is about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were born, I think, from 1945 to, yeah. what is it, 1964, yeah. you're a boomer. Yeah. So we don't we don't know, but what I find out about that that question is mm-hmm. he says my daughter th- calls me a boomer but I'm Gen
1: Y. I think he probably means Gen X. I oh, think. Yeah, I was going to say there's a whole generation yeah, between. Yeah, I think he's Gen X. I which think he's is confused.
0: What at least what I am, I think yes, you are too. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Gen X. So that was uh, so like think, 65 to 19. No, we
1: don't want to eight. disparage our No, never. For, no we're, for we're not an up, ageist, We're know. not an
0: ageist podcast.
1: You know, so we I seem to think it's probably Gen X and I got to tell you, it's uh, there is there's a difference. And yeah, now a boomer is like this negative comment. So I think all she's doing is trying to get underneath the skin to really upset him Yeah, as a I think do. that's
0: what kids do. But hey, if you are a boomer, if yes. you are a boomer, Bill, mm-hmm. okay, take heart mm-hmm. because boomers bring a lot to the table, mm-hmm. right? They bring pride. They bring a work ethic. Some even say that arguably the boomers mm-hmm. were the last generation to mm-hmm. really appreciate work. Correct. And instilling a belief system mm-hmm. and... Encouraging their 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 kids to work harder and and, and do they're better also and do the more. generation
1: that created you know helicopter parenting and snowplow parenting and you know the Gen X you well, know I the TV that was, generation, that was generation. Well, that's part of the generation it's 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 kind of a combination of both but it's mm. you know the truth is uh, you know I, I just think personally she's trying to get underneath the skin so forget generations yes
0: let's talk about value what the what the person can bring. To the conversation yes. and to the whole parenting experience. don't take it personally. It's not if saying. I'm a boomer, I'm a Gen yeah. Xer. It's a Gen Wire. It's what do I bring to the table that can help you become a better person?
1: All right. Well, there you have it. That was our uh, first opportunity to have uh, dear Bone Daddy. I
0: think we we did some good here. Absolutely. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't to not either. This but there were. on
1: fried chicken or on the generations. Absolutely. It was contact us at Badge of
0: the Dad. Did you have a decent week with the runs dadded in?
1: I had uh, actually had a pretty good week. You know, it's so funny. The, the days kind of blend uh, into one-to-one. One. Uh, like I had said, uh, my oldest daughter, uh, she starts her job next week. We're excited for her. She turns a quarter century uh, on the 23rd. Well, that's still uh, very young. A, so she's, uh, very, I'm very proud of her. Yeah. My son Alex starts coaching as an assistant coach for his baseball team. That's um, awesome. Doing he, what he loves. We're getting him. We're, we're putting him together, and we're gonna look for. Uh, he wants to go back, and he wants he wants a job in professional sports. So, any of you uh, listeners out there in uh, Bad of the Dad, we're we're looking to network to get my son some contacts in the world of professional sports. Uh, Michaela turns fourteen. Oof. All right, and we actually are going to see uh, uh, the play that goes wrong. Today for her birthday. Again. Again, because yeah. we want to we take a great That's show. Great.
0: If, if you're in the city, it's not a musical. No,
1: it is not. At but the New is, World Stage Theater, yeah. it's
0: the play that goes wrong. It's uh, fall on your face yes, funny. Yes,
1: it is uh, hysterical. And then Brianna, it's a big week for her. She has uh, a little thing on her toe, so she has to get some surgery uh, yeah. on Thursday. So uh,
0: Well, the toes are little to begin with. So she's, she's got that, another little thing on got, the toe.
1: She's got a thing inside the toe. Yeah. So, and if you know anything about Bree, she's the one that... The child that seems to have all this stuff kind of happening, she still <laughs> maintains her, her 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 genuine kindness, and uh, so it's a pretty good week. Yeah. Uh, runs dad, and I would give him, uh, I would give five, one out of five. Ah, okay, because it was just a great week to be a dad.
0: Very nice. Yeah. How about you? This week, I, I had to do a lot of, you know, I, I I do a lot of traveling from office to office, in, in my job. And I was in a lot of the New Jersey offices, fortunately, this week. And I happened to be working out of one of our local offices. Just mm-hmm. so happened it was West Orange. And my daughter had one of her final freshman basketball games at oh, West nice. Orange High School, Go Mountaineers. Uh, and it was uh, in a nearby town, about you know, 15 minutes away. So I kind of uh, crept out of work a little yeah, early good for you. to go see the game. And I'm rushing to the game to get there. And uh, I, I walk into the gym, and the, the girls are. Practicing, it's pregame ups and I'm the only person in the stands. <laughs> ever. It's a freshman game yes. at four o'clock hey. on a Tuesday. It doesn't matter. So when you cheer for the team, yes. I mean, it, it echoes. Yes, it's like come on, Perry, 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 Perry. Perry, Perry. Yeah, Perry. Perry. No, Let's is... go, West Orange. Yeah, and no. everyone's looking at me like uh, I'm like a hobo or something. Absolutely. It was nowhere better to be. Hey, but I had nowhere better to be. Well, of cause course, it was my it's your daughter. Daughter's
1: no, it's freshman basketball, and game. I got to tell you, I and, and I'll. Love kids playing sports, ball, basketball, but truthfully, uh, in my experience with what I do, there's nothing worse than going to like a middle school, high school basketball game just in terms because the parents in the stands are like right up there and they're screaming and they're yelling. And you have one parent, you know, like you were there by yourself, so you didn't experience this. The parent. You know, but it's me and the trainer. You know, usually there's lots of parents in the stands, and one parent's with screaming, shoot, 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 because their kid has the ball, right? Yeah. And some other parent down the road screaming,
0: pass, pass,
1: pass, because their kid's open, right? Yeah.
0: And then there's the kid, the yes. parents from the opposing team, yeah. defend, 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 right?
1: And then you've got the coach screaming, carry the ball down the field, you know, look for yeah. the open player. It's like you want to scream to these parents, Who, who's this kid supposed to listen to? Yeah. So, and it's right there in their face. And I think it's even funnier uh, is you have, you know, you go to the line, for, you know, for a foul for two or an and yep, one, right? Yep. And here's the kid, pressure on, everybody's watching. Inside their head, they're thinking, please don't miss, please don't miss, right? And so, the ball goes up, bounces on the rim, you know, falls off. Yeah. Half the crowd cheers for the kid missing. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> other half of the crowd goes, oh. So. And I think that half the crowd <laughs> that
0: cheers for the kid missing should just not say anything.
1: Yeah, we, you know, so I yeah. think it's very funny. But, but the fact that you go there, this uh, is a lot to... Uh, your patches. I got to tell you, for me, there's nothing more fun than, than just going out and watch your it's kids play. It's good fun.
0: And then yesterday, you know, we all just needed a decompression day. Mm-hmm. Perry was doing some babysitting, but uh, Aiden and I uh, just wanted to have a guy's day. So uh, we went for lunch, and then our intention was to go bowling. Yes. So we went to one bowling alley, and it was mob because it was a birthday party, mm-hmm. hour and a half wait. We said no way. Mm-hmm. And then we went to another bowling alley that's closed for renovation. Oh, very but nice. Did we uh, stomp our feet? No. No. We got the wiffle ball bat and the wiffle balls, and we went out in 22-degree weather, and,
1: and the balls are going all you over the dead. place because they're you, wiffle you balls. Are, you are bad to the dad. We were,
0: we were having a good time. You, you know, I, I realize uh, also I, I, I goofed last week. I forgot to mention my, my dad's birthday, Big I know, Al.
1: I know, Big Al. Big Al. Al you know,
0: guest on Bad to the Dad yes, last season. Yes. And uh want to wish him a happy birthday. We won't mention the age, but he keeps on keeping on. He keeps and on keeping on. He's
1: a warrior as well. I always love coming over, being around uh, both. Here. I mean, I've kind of adopted... Uh, uh, um, Phyllis and Alice, my my pseudo uh, parents here in New Jersey, uh, and I love your dad. He sits down and talks to us about our show and what's going on and why we go about it, how we do it. He's very he's very interested in how we go about and do things.
0: He's, he's breaking it down. He's breaking he said, it well, down. Well, you know, he's a CPA. So yeah. that's what he does, he he gets into the analytics. But uh,
1: there's there's an element of I think pride and joy in what we're doing here. Um, no. and so uh, definitely happy birthday. Bad call on our part. We missed out, but. You know, sometimes we uh, we just have to flush it down
0: when we mess up. And we have to have a production meeting because I'm getting some requests from our community to have Grandma Phyllis, the people's grandma on oh. for our Mother's <laughs> Day show. Even okay. though it's a show about dads, but you know, it 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 could be like an intervention for me. And you know, and, and once you hear Grandma Phyllis speak, yes. All of your questions yes. will be answered. Absolutely. We love Grandma. About Phil. Me. <laughs> Coming up in the in the last block of the show, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about what happens when your company says Thanks for the time, but mm-hmm. it's time to go. You're yep. getting laid off, yep. you're getting fired, and we're going to provide a little bit of advice to, mm-hmm. to the dad who yep. who goes through that. Because mm-hmm. I've been through that a couple of times. It does happen, mm-hmm. it's nothing personal, but there are strategies that can be put in place. Or,
1: as would happen in my situation, I, listen, I've been laid off and hey, fired. You so. fired your boss. Yes, right? Is what happens when your child ah. has to go through that, and how do you let them know that things are going to be okay?
0: That's coming up later on Bad to the Dad. But now it's Yel Hopman. We are bad to the dad. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, you can follow us on social media. Instagram is our favorite, at Bad to the Dad. And our website is badtothedad.com. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any other questions about fried chicken choices, Contact us at badtothedad.com is the email that you want to use, and uh, we'll read your question on the air, if yes. it's if it's appropriate and we think it's on theme.
1: I would imagine almost anything is appropriate, given my... We'll
0: find a way to spin it. Absolutely. So it's appropriate. Yes. A very appropriate guest today.
1: Appropriate. Very important guest.
0: Yes. Yale Helpman is mm-hmm. with us from the Helpman and Helpman Law Firm, and you can find their services at helpmanlaw.com. Again, mm-hmm. that's helpmanlaw.com. How do you spell that? That's, uh, no, it's funny you asked that because I, I recall that a couple days ago I goofed and I put two N's at the end of your name H A U P T M A. N is the correct pronunciation. Right. I thought it was two Ns, but not right next to each other. Yes. I thought that's what you meant. I yeah, From exactly Fletch. Fletch
1: right. Yes, Mr. Babar. Babar, two Babar, B-A-B-A-R. <laughs> Babar. I don't have any elephant books. Or, yes, or
0: children. Or children. Okay, so we got our Fletch line out of the way. Okay. More to come. More Store. to come. Yeah. Well, at least we've <clears> at <throat> least we've met the quota. Yes. Yale, thank you for putting up with our gibberish. It's uh, great to have you on. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. So tell us a little bit about what services you provide. I know you provide a whole array of services around long-term planning, elder care, wills and estates too?
2: Yes, yes. So, but really a large part of our marketing focus is on the elder and disability planning. So, yeah, I've been doing this for uh, 25 years now. Our firm has got, uh, this year is our 25th uh, anniversary, and um, our niche is really, as people are getting older, Mm -hmm and i call it the curse of medical science it can keep us alive longer but not necessarily healthy that extended period of time so people are faced with long-term care uh, issues specifically you need assistance uh might be at home might be in an assisted living facility might be in a nursing home it's very expensive it can cost upwards of $150,000 a year or more and so a large part of what we do is help uh, families figure out how to pay for that care um, sometimes it involves uh, long-term care insurance sometimes it involves um, uh, government benefits such as medicaid mm-hmm. and of course it's uh, the, the documents to put in place so that uh, you designate somebody to help you when you need when you need that help so i work in the home <coughs> health
0: nursing business ah. and i can tell you that the government doesn't exactly make it easy to make money in that they used to, and now we're going through, You know, for those of you who like a good healthcare economics discussion, kind of what uh, the Reagan era reforms were doing uh, to hospitals back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So now there are new payment plans, Medicare payment plans, and I think Medicaid eventually payment plans uh, for, for home health. So, do you educate your, your your customers, your clients, on that whole landscape and how Medicare is
2: changing and, and don't expect it to be a blind check? Well, we don't really deal so much with Medicare for yeah. the reason that Medicare doesn't, it, it'll pay for when you're going to be able to get better. Yeah. But as soon as, like for a lot of seniors, you know, they're in the hospital, something happens and they, they go to rehab, but for... Seniors who have advanced dementia, Parkinson's, uh, ALS, there's no cure for these things. And so once they stop getting any benefit from rehab, Medicare is out of the picture. Mm -hmm. And then you're faced with the realization that, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this? And that's where you get into private pay, which is using your own money, long-term care insurance, if you've had the forethought to purchase it. Amazingly, still people call me up and they say, all right, now I need care. Can I get long-term care insurance? So I'm saying, well, I don't think the insurance company is going to love you. You know, they kind of want to get premiums for a little bit before they start paying out, you know, a lot of <laughs> so money. So what's an
1: age to consider long-term care? Well, insurance.
2: Uh, these days, I'm, <clears throat> I'm actually saying that uh, people ought to consider it even in their 40s. I used to say once you get to retirement age. <sighs> That's I'm too late. Yeah. I'm sure, Randy, you've you've covered it already, yeah. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, because so we're going to be seeing... living with me, Randy. Yes. So okay. <laughs> well, you guys got a plan here. Yeah. That, that could work. We'll be in the den. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where's Coach? In our, the our den. Our wives are going to be feeding us a soup with a straw. In okay. the den.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your wife will come down once what, once a week, maybe. Yeah, to check on lucky. In? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, even we're seeing a lot of mm. folks... With um, long-term care needs, even in their 40s. So, for example, uh, we're working now with a couple of clients. Uh, wife had brain aneurysm, mm. and you know, years ago, you'd have, you know, you'd have a brain aneurysm, you'd go to the hospital. Uh, oftentimes, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you wouldn't, you wouldn't survive that. Now, you survive it, but you know, the the wife needs a lot of care. Uh, they didn't even have a power of attorney, so we had to do guardianship for the husband to now then figure out how to restructure assets. They had no long term care, have no long term care insurance, mm. and it's a lot of money. And he's got young kids, teenage kids, on top of that, and so we're trying to uh, get as quickly as we can to qualifying for Medicaid because he's still has got to get his kids through college. It's just a real, mm. you know, mess. Um, it's not. I wouldn't say it's common but it's increasingly you know we see it because this is what we do but if you're unprepared for it it it's uh it's catastrophic and it'll destroy your finances. Yeah. So being in the business I'm in I, I've seen a few
0: nursing home bills or uh, been in that conversation and uh this this isn't like buying like a Hyundai Sonata. I mean this is this is an, 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 <laughs> it a Kia an no. <laughs> a Kia Sport? Yeah, <laughs> now you're going the other way. Does long-term care insurance cover most of it, or are there other supplemental? Well, it options, depends. People?
2: Yeah. yeah, it depends on how much coverage you buy. Mm-hmm. So typically, and I, I have an insurance license as well, though I'm not really that. I work with a uh, an insurance agent who knows what is being uh, what's out there because the insurance companies are constantly changing their products and such. But people tend to buy insurance. They start out with, well, what's the premium and how much can I afford? And it's the wrong way to think about it. You got to look at what's the, what am I trying to protect against? Now, some, you know, a lot of times people don't need 100% coverage. If you figure out how much you can commit to the cost of care, and then you're looking for the insurance to bridge that gap, Um, and then people try to shave off, well, I don't really want to spend too much money, so I'll cut this off, I'll cut that off. And again, they're not really thinking about what it will cover until Mm -hmm. they have to put in the claim. So, um, you know, so the answer is it can cover a lot and, and everything you need, and it can cover not so much. For example, we've had clients that just bought the coverage for home care. And then they reach a point where it works, but then... They can't stay at home any longer. Mm-hmm. they got to go to a facility. Right. Well, then we find out, we look at the policy, it doesn't cover, you know, in a nursing home because they only bought the home, uh, you know, the home care coverage. Well, so. you're
1: just a bear of good news.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think what he's bringing in is a reality, and I think what, what I'm finding oh fascinating God. about Maybe this is... Maybe we should go to the, back to the chicken recipe. <laughs>
0: right? We've already covered that. I'm all chickened out. But... You know what I think is fascinating about this conversation is I, I expected this to be a talk about what can we do yeah. like guys in our 40s and yeah. 50s for our parents and yeah. realizing that if you're just thinking about that now for yeah. your, parents your parents who are no. probably in their 70s late. and 80s too late too late this is really about us, us and what yes. we can do at this turning point in our lives
2: where unfortunately you have to start thinking about it
1: so you have to have life experience uh, actually, actually in
2: the uh, I'll correct you on that it's n- it's not necessarily too late. Okay. Okay. It's good to because know because we, you know, when you talk about your parents, um, the Medicaid rules. Let's say they don't have insurance, mm-hmm. but if you, if your parents are both alive, married couple, and one of them needs care, there's still a lot that can be done. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even if you know, I always say. Even if you're, you know, you got a loved one that's on the doorstep of a nursing home or already in a nursing home, it is not, it does not hurt to call um, and find out. Because oftentimes, you know, without getting too into the weeds here, into the technical stuff... But we like a, the weeds, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of exceptions to the rules. So if you don't have insurance, and we're talking about the Medicaid program... Um, with a married couple, there are a lot of opportunities to save as much as we can for the healthy spouse to get the, uh, the sick spouse uh, on Medicaid as quickly as possible. Because it does
1: say, through sickness and in health, yes. are the vows that we take, or until... Until, de- the, de- the, uh, or until the money runs out. <laughs> until death do us
2: part. Yeah, I think that's in the uh, you know, <laughs> very the fine print, print. and yeah. italicized, and it may not even be in English. So. That's funny. My dad, my
1: dad has long term care, so he yeah, told me that. No, uh, mine too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all set to be his son. Uh, but it's so funny because I often joke about, and we'll we'll talk about this segue. Is that I often joke with my dad, I say, Dad, whatever it is, you have to be nice to me mm-hmm. because in the end, I get to pick your nursing home. Yeah. There right? no. And so I go. talk I tell my kids like. I'm being nice to you right now because I know at some point you're going to pick my nursing home. And lo and behold, Yell shows up with...
0: A book called "Be Nice to Me." I pick your nursing home, and it just so happens that his son mm-hmm. is the cover boy on the book. Yes, <laughs> this this is great. First of all, I have a feeling this jumps off the shelves because yeah. it's orange and you know just the just the font alone. Yes. Just, just calls With to your attention. The snarky attention. looking, the kid. snarky look. Yeah, he's he's got the. He's is got that the, natural, or did you put him through? Oh, he's uh, that's a natural yeah? for him. Yeah, okay, he yeah. just wakes up like finger, that. He, It's not the, <laughs> finger, not the it's, finger, but a finger. It's a pointy it's finger. Very 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 pointed. although I
1: think it'd been nicer had he done like this, <laughs> right? Yeah, the middle finger. Yeah,
0: we we went. We're not. PG rated version. (laughs) So, I know why you wrote this book, but when did you decide to do it?
2: So, I actually um, write a uh, blog that I've been doing for more than ten years now, and a lot of them are stories that because we get a lot of calls coming in uh, from from folks who need help, and some of them we can help, some of them you know we can do a lot, some of them not so much. And some of them, it's really, it is too late other than to qualify for Medicaid or even sometimes in those cases, they've kind of messed it up. So I took those stories because, you know, we learn best from stories Mm -hmm. and I put together uh, the book, which is a compilation of the articles, the posts that I've written over the years. I'm actually working on a a new one now, uh, updating or adding to it, Uh, and it really illustrates what can be done if you get the right advice. And it's always best to do it as early as possible. But even if it's, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, more later in the game, as I said, there still may be a lot of things that you can do to protect. And one thing, you know, Randy, you're talking about your dad has long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. I'll give everybody a, l- a little tip because we've had too many calls on this. So your dad has long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. He's paying the premiums. Okay, yeah. no problem. He says, "Randy, I got it covered." Yeah. All right. But he doesn't had, have it covered. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're, you know, you're uh, you're wise on that because a lot of folks say, a lot of kids say, "All right, you know, he doesn't want any help. He's got the long term care insurance. We'll turn it on whenever he needs it." So many times we get calls from people. All of a sudden they realize, you know, dad isn't hasn't paid the premiums oh. because he's getting he's got dementia. Um, uh. He's getting forgetful. And you know the insurance yeah. company's supposed to, and they do. They send you a letter. You know yeah. if you don't pay the premium, say, hey, we didn't get your premium. All right. uh, you got another twenty days. And, and then who are they after, sending
0: that letter to? The policyholder,
2: right? Yeah, they're sending it who to has, him. Who could have dementia? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, there's, exactly. There's no know so here's no the tip: yeah. talk to your dad and say, dad, because uh, the insurance companies have to offer this to you uh, to send notices to somebody else. Okay. So have your dad send the notice to you, oh. or have the insurance company, rather, send notices to Out
0: you. Outsmart.
2: Because if you see there's company. a letter, hey, we didn't get your premium, and then you follow up with you dad and say, hey, what's going on?
0: Secondary address. Yeah. Uh, again, we're speaking with uh, Yael Houtman, uh, attorney. The book is called Be Nice to Me, I Pick Your Nursing Home. We should mention that the subtitle is How to Provide for Your Parents' Care Without Going to the Poor House. Or the Nut House, which I think was written specifically for you, for, for someone you like me, because yeah. that
1: is exactly right. Now you mentioned real quickly because I, I would I would love the Nut House. I think I, <laughs> I think I spent half my day in the Nut House.
2: <laughs> It'd, be It'd be an easy, easy transition. <laughs> you mentioned a blog. What's your blog? So my blog is on my website. Mm-hmm. It's uh, www.houtmanlaw.com, and if you want to go straight to the blog, it's forward slash blog. And I write articles. A lot of them are stories. Sometimes they're Uh, you know, updates on the law, things that are happening in, in my, you know, in my world, so to speak. Um, And uh, we send out uh, emails. We call it the Monday morning blog because I send out an email to my list uh, with a a link Mm -hmm. that you can go straight and read the article straight there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know
0: that, Elder care and counseling, both the elders and those who are taking care of the elders, is kind of your expertise. Um, I actually posted something on our social media mm-hmm. as a preparation for for your appearance around wills and estates. And I know you you, you do do that, although it may not be a centerpiece uh, you of just your said service. Do, do. Ah, never ends. You know, sometimes Randy, <laughs> I feel like. I know. You have you, you're, you're your own syndrome. I do. I have a, I have it's like the gift. Coach Randy syndrome, yes. population you. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm so glad we have this time together. <laughs> Getting back uh, between the rails now, um, I, I had done some research and I, I just wanted to verify this with a few other sources. So six out of ten Americans don't have a will. Uh, yeah. have, have not done any estate planning. Does that surprise you? And do you feel that there's some truth to that?
2: Uh, I believe there's absolute truth to it, and it does not surprise me. I think sometimes people, uh, some people get superstitious. They mm-hmm. think, oh, if I'm gonna ha-, you know, if I do my will, that means I'm gonna. i croak right. ten minutes later as right. soon as I walk out of the lawyer's office. Um, other people say, ah, I don't really need it right now. Um, I'll uh, I'll do it when I need it, mm-hmm. as if somebody's gonna tap you on the so- shoulder. And say, listen, you know, something's going to happen to you tomorrow, so you better get it taken care of today. Uh, and so it's not, not surprising, yeah. um, but everybody should have, we do, you know, we do straight estate planning, as I call it, um, which is really wills along with powers of attorney and mm-hmm. healthcare directives, because... Uh, We do a lot of guardianships in our office, which the primary reason to do a guardianship is because somebody didn't sign Mm -hmm. a power of attorney and health care directive. And now they can't make decisions for themselves. May have a wife, Mm -hmm. okay? But without the legal documentation, the wife's not going to be able to access everything Mm -hmm. that the husband has uh, and uh, do what's necessary. So, uh, you know... Most people really you want to avoid a guardianship, and it becomes more times than not necessary because of the lack of planning. Yeah,
0: I also heard uh, one other, I guess, sidebar on on why people don't do wills, and that's I don't have enough assets to leave to somebody any anyway. But I have to imagine anybody, even the poorest people, have something, uh, have some ownership, even right. if it's not a material asset or liquid. They must have something where
2: writing a will is is still going to be advantageous. Abso- absolutely, um, there's always something. Uh, and then even even if people don't think they have much, they do when you consider life insurance. Mm. Uh, and then if you talk about estate planning for younger uh, families with you know younger children, you know you want to designate who's going to be the guardian if God forbid something happens to you and your kids are are still minors. Uh, that's designated in your will too uh, guardians of minor children.
1: So, then, worst case scenario, I mean, let's go there. They don't have a will, you know, they pass away. I mean, what's now what have they left behind in terms of for their family because they didn't have the will, they didn't do the planning?
2: So, what happens is the state has a process of determining what happens to somebody. So, the assets. state decides, yeah. So, it's under something called the intestacy laws, mm-hmm. and what yeah, kind of laws? The intestacy laws. it's intestines laws.
0: (laughs) Which is what will happen to you when you go to hibachi. Yes. So, the
2: intestacy
1: laws. Basically, uh, the state comes in and just controls everything.
2: Well, the state has has set up a set of laws that designates who's entitled to the money based on classes of people. But that may not be, Mm -hmm. you know, what you want. And then if you're, you know, we were talking about uh, minor children, Mm -hmm. uh, you may think that the last person you want to be caring for your kids Mm -hmm. is your you know your sister yeah you know uh, for example but your sister will have the ability to come in to court if you didn't leave a road map of who you wanted to be though that person and could end up you know convincing a judge that she's the one she's the one and in your mind you know, good that course. was the last person you would want. Mm. I'm not picking on your sister if you have one. No, I don't have a sister. Okay, no. so that was a good question. But if I did, I, mean, I wouldn't want her to be mine.
0: My... <laughs> <laughs> we just assume that Exactly. Yeah, it, it just this just was Just trying
1: keeping on his toes, yeah, yeah, you, know? so. <laughs> you understand It's hypothetical. The, the adolescent right. nature in terms of which I live
2: like it's in say, my head. We learn from stories. So. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so those are those are some of the things and then uh, you know, it's not, you know, for example, when we talk about uh, second marriages, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that gets even more complicated. And then the state laws that say what happens to your assets are going to uh, designate them to go in directions that, you know, the odds are it's not going to be what you want. So and so you have yeah. an opportunity to decide, but you got to do that by uh, preparing work. So, Basically, at the very least, have a will. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, next up, think about power of attorney, right? And you want yep. the health care directive because you want to be able to decide whether or not you want to be kept on machine. At best, think about long term insurance and things like that. That's That'd be the complete package. That'd be the 360.
2: Yeah, I would say uh, for uh, folks that are, you know, I'm going to say we're probably about the same age. That's... I'm
1: 22. What about you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm close to that. I'm a 24. It's the new math, right? yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Well, I just celebrated the second anniversary of my uh, 25th birthday. Uh, so. Well, yes. congratulations. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, the new math. The new math. So, yeah, so, yeah, so that's what I would say um, for folks that are our age um, and for folks that are parents' age. Absolutely take a look and, and it's a little different planning, mm-hmm. but planning nonetheless for the possibility or yeah really just to know what to to know what to expect yeah. to of to expect. Uh, you know long term care yeah and
0: then you can go to uh Houtman law for all that information mm-hmm. and he'll uh, help you navigate through that or you can get the book which again is called where can
2: you purchase the book be nice to me i pick your nursing home
0: yes so where we, can one get this book so
2: we have the book uh, if you if you go online and uh, on our website mm-hmm. and we have it you know no charge we'll um, we'll send it to you is that right it's going to yeah. send you
1: back 0, Zero wow. dollars what about shipping uh, just the shipping. Just, just the shipping. shipping. So, what, what's that? It's $15 in shipping? <laughs> $150. <laughs> it's, a
2: light, it's a light book. It's, a, it's uh, soft cover, so soft it's uh, a little bit less. So, huh? you, okay. you'll
1: get a complimentary book, Yep. pay for shipping, uh, of all the genius behind your blog and stories, just to prepare. Now, are the stories somewhat entertaining?
2: Uh, Well, it depends on what you find entertaining. <laughs> all if, right. uh, if other people's misery is <laughs> entertaining, right. I'm all about Freudenshire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, you nailed the pronunciation. Too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What I will yep. say is it's thought provoking. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but I guess
1: that you planned, you know, because this is your business. Yeah. And the picture on the front is your son. And now we've seen a picture of your son. What are some things you like to do with your family, with your kids?
2: So, I have three kids. Mm-hmm. And um, so I like to, uh, you know, one son is really into sports, the snarky one over there. Mm-hmm. So, we. Uh, what's, the, what's the snarky kid's name? Andrew. 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 He looks like
0: he should be in a Disney Channel show, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like <laughs> got got that, that look. A
1: yeah. Disney Channel. <laughs> you <know> that look. <laughs> got that look. You know, just looks like you know what I'm talking about. That look. <laughs> that look. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so he's into sports. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's out. Uh, he's 26 now, and he's mm-hmm. living with his girlfriend in the city. And mm-hmm. so uh, we like to uh, attend concerts and sports mm-hmm. together. And then uh, my second wa- uh, son. He's at uh, Seton Hall Law, mm-hmm. and right. uh, he's, uh, I practice with my wife, by the way, that's uh, the other Houtman. I was going to run, Haltman Haltman. Mm-hmm. That's a whole wow. separate uh, we, show. That's a whole show. So it
0: could be Houtman, Houtman, and Houtman. And Houtman. <laughs> so he's a uh, great right, lawyer yeah, We,
2: we, we okay. tell uh, We tell folks, uh, hopefully he's our uh, succession plan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and you don't have to change
1: the name of the law firm, it's just... Houtman, Houtman Cubed. <laughs> to the third. <laughs> Houtman
0: Wife and Son. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly exactly so does he want to do the kind of law uh you know it's funny he um uh i think so but you know no pressure on him he's uh and he wouldn't he wouldn't join us right away anyway we want him to go work for somebody else first Mm -hmm. um but you know it's funny because as i said i practiced with my wife and over dinner when the kids were younger you know sometimes you tend to talk a little shop And the kids would roll their eyes and, Mm -hmm. you know, they always thought elder law, they didn't really know what it was, you know. And they said, well, how come you don't practice, uh, you know, criminal law, you know, because I watched the the shows, you know, CSI and all that stuff. Now, you know, uh, Brian is my second. So when he first started working summers for us, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he gave us kind of a backhanded compliment, you know. After a couple of days or a couple of weeks, we said, well, "What do you think about about uh-huh. And uh, he said, "You know, it's not that boring. <laughs> not so terrible. It's not that so boring. Damn me with fake freeze. It's
0: boring, but
1: not that boring.
0: <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. it's not.
2: It's not that boring. <laughs> yeah. And over time, he's really taken to it. But yeah. Yeah. you know, we'll see. No All pressures. Right. No pressures. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And then my daughter is." Um, She's at uh, Ithaca, mm-hmm. And she's in film. Uh so uh, yeah, listen to your uh, last week's guest. Uh oh, Allie might oh, yeah. might might give her yeah. be able to give her some tips. She's yeah. actually I yeah. will uh, put her in touch. Um, we'll put her in touch with Allie. Looking to uh you know live in uh, California. Mm-hmm. She uh, she actually is a finalist. She just wrapped up filming on a uh, a project for Coca-Cola. Uh, they have this uh, program every year, uh, where they um, they have five finalists, mm-hmm. and then they get to make a short, short film. film. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, which they one. which ends up getting shown in Unscreens. Regal theaters yeah. for a year. Wow. Yeah. Although. They just announced that they're no longer partnered with Regal, so now they they're find another theater. Now they're with so AMC, much. yeah, oh, which I think so, is even better. AMC is even better. Uh, but you got to make the film. They yeah. gave her fifteen yeah. thousand dollars to make yeah. the film, and nice. we'll see what happens. So uh, you know, and then, I do
1: remember they uh, the, the the five finalists. it is is a big deal. Yeah, um, it's a big even just to become a finalist. That's as which, much as you as as much as you want to, as a finalist, because there's she wanted a, to make the
2: film, yeah, and yeah. that five finalists yeah. got to make and, the film, and to get so. that
0: kind of capital to, to make the project happen, that helps. Yeah. helps. a lot mm-hmm. of filmmakers would love to have at least the fifteen mm-hmm. grand. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So to wrap it all up, we have this segment called Dad Advice. Mm-hmm. It's advice, and that's our right. clever little tape because you know we have the whole dad theme going here because we're bad to the dad. What advice? Do you or, have, dad vice. or dad advice. Or dad advice do you have for fellow dads listening out there? Could be about anything. It could be just how to raise a family, how to have fun with a family. You could do the whole elder planning take if you'd like,
2: but you don't have to. And I, I, I leave it to you. So, um, what I've found, you know, is uh, I think our, our generation of parents uh, is more involved than, you know, our parents were. Uh, and, and sometimes I think perhaps, uh, we get a little too involved. So, you know, my advice is I've always liked to just kind of take a step back and I think it's okay if the kids, if my kids, you know, uh, don't come to me. I really don't want them to come to me. You know, my son, Andrew is always saying, dad, tell me what to do. You know, I said, listen, I'm not telling you what to do. You know, I'll, I'll give you my opinion I'll help you work through it, but I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what to do. And I, I think it's okay uh, if they learn from. We all learn from our experiences and and from our failures and and problems. Uh, I'll give you, you know, give you an example. Um, my daughter uh, went to uh, London last year for the semester. You know, all these kids. You know, these days they they travel. It's and, tough life being our it kids. Is a tough life.
1: Tough yeah. life being our kids.
2: And I said to her, I said, Abby, don't. Uh, leave your phone. You know, the kids mm-hmm. put their phones and they got that little pocket mm-hmm. in the back mm-hmm. and they put all, all their, their money and credit cards. Credit cards and everything. I said, first of all, I don't really like that, but, you know, she gives the stock answer. I you know, everybody's, everybody's doing, doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing it. Yeah, you're right. So she, uh, and I said, and you got to keep your phone on you. Mm-hmm. Don't put your phone I watched her put her phone on uh, on the table. table yeah. So she's in London and we were supposed to go out. Uh, my wife and I were going to, uh, to Italy and she was going to meet us in Italy um, while we were, while she was over there. So like two days before we're ready to leave, she calls up. She had been in a restaurant. She put her phone down. There's a guy coming, keeps coming to the table, bothering she and her friends. And it was a scam. So what he did was the last time he could, they keep shooing him away... Last time he comes, he puts down a magazine, he scoops up her phone with everything on it. And she calls up, and amazingly, we were able to, you know, we were able to get her a uh, a replacement cards. It was a major hassle. Mm -hmm. She had to go to the consulate. We had to get her a burner phone. Mm. And um, she learned a lesson from that. (laughs) A life lesson. A life lesson. And you know what? I mean, we can tell them, you know, what to do, but... You know, sometimes they learn from, uh, just from, you know, bad experiences.
0: As we say, pain is a good educator. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Sometimes <laughs> the best dad advice is the most painful. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I certainly didn't wish that to happen, but, you Life know, lessons. Life lessons, and, yeah. and those are sometimes the most valuable ones. Yeah. yeah. I like
0: that. His name is Yale Houtman. Mm-hmm. Attorney at Law, Mm -hmm. specializing in elder care and long-term planning. The book is called Be Nice to Me, I Pick Your Nursing Home, How to Provide for Your Parents' Care Without Going to the Poor House or the Nuthouse. You can find all the information, including information about the book, on the Hauptman Law website, which is HauptmanLaw.com. I keep pronouncing it both ways, HauptmanLaw.com, that's Mm -hmm. H-A-U-P-T-M-A-N-Law.com. Yeah, this has been a great pleasure. I know I learned a lot. Thank you so much for spending time with us on Bad to the Dead.
2: I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much.
0: We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. I really want to thank, we really want to thank Yale Hauptman, attorney at law specializing in elder care for being on the program. Scary stuff, exhausting stuff. A little nerve wracking. But when you have a guy like Yale walking you through it all, it takes the edge off a little bit. Yeah, but don't you kind of like, I'm like, man,
1: more money I got to spend. The cost. More money I got to spend. And you're like, I get it. It makes sense, but I'm having such a hard time making ends well, meet to get, begin get with. Get that long-term insurance. You know, and you're like, ugh.
0: Because you can pay a couple of hundred yeah. now, or you can stay bankrupt yourself yeah. later on. I think it's anyway, messy. you're effed. I just do. Yep. In the yep. world in which we live, our financial wherewithal we are, um, we're effed you, you you've, you've got to be a multimillionaire if you if, if you want to enjoy anything and then still take care and even of even if you're a multimillionaire you're still F because it's almost all
1: gone because unless of course you have the uh uh if you don't have a a, a will yeah
0: then I don't know why you wouldn't
1: have a will yeah, that's, well, that's easy as he
0: said the state takes over so you know yeah well all, all kinds of fun stuff can be seen and and heard uh on our social media platforms and that's at bad to the dead on instagram forward slash Bad to the Dad on Facebook, and our website, badtothedad.com. And of course, we want to thank our partners. You'll see an article on tapinto.net, which is the local news network if you live in North or Central Jersey. I'm pretty, pretty sure that there is a tapinto.net channel for you. Jessica and Danielle, thank you again for allowing us a platform to showcase Bad to the Dad and all of our guests and and provide some articles. And speaking of showcase... We're getting now
1: around 750 downloads a week. Yeah. We're well over $11,000. $11,000. Yeah. You know, wish. If, it, if you have $11,000, it's okay. I'm just yes. going to put it right into my long term yeah. insurance yes. planning. Uh, 11,000 downloads, and
0: we've yeah. been doing it for a year. So we average, you know, if you, if you go back, it's. We're doing all right here, Adam D. Good I'm for us. Good for us. Yeah. I, th- I think self-praise is very important, because we work hard at putting this show together. And if no one thinks good of us, then no one
1: will think good of us.
0: Well, at least we think good of us. Well, that's the most important that's thing. all that matters. All that matters. Before Yale came on, we were talking a little bit about what happens in that anxious moment when your boss says, layoffs are happening. You know, I love you're that you're bringing that. I'm glad you're bringing that up, because you promised yeah. last week to talk about it. So Well, this has happened to me multiple times, and in some way, it, it's, it's happening... Happening to me. I mean, look, I work in healthcare, and the only constant is change in healthcare. Because mm-hmm. in order for these companies to survive, you have to either divest, consolidate, merge, or acquire. Mm-hmm. And I'm with a firm that is going to be acquired by our largest competitor. And I've been told that I'm safe and I'm valued, which is great. Uh, I have to make some decisions, of course, myself. But I'm a but. It's yes. It, it's 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 uh, good to know I've done uh, just good enough. To, to be appreciated yeah. by by my employer and I have those advocates and I uh, am I'm ever so grateful but not everybody is in that situation uh, I'm actually uh, coaching and counseling a few people now that uh, either have been laid off or have been told they're going to be laid off and they don't know what to do they don't have a ton of savings they uh, haven't been getting a lot of interviews what do they do well you know as you're talking about this I too have had
1: the experience of being uh, a yeah. Uh, laid off, downsized, and uh, I don't care what happens. It, it doesn't feel good. They don't teach you how to deal with this in school. And as yeah. you know, I mentioned uh, recently, my oldest daughter uh, had this happen to mm-hmm. her. I'm, frankly, I'm I'm glad it happened to her at her age. Yeah. Uh, so she can get through it and figure things out. But it is it is it is a blow to your ego. Yeah,
0: well, and that's the thing. It just goes to show you that it can happen to anyone at yeah. any stage in their career. It's not just. For those who think, hey, there's a perception perception around those 40 and over where mm-hmm. they're the first to get cut. Mm-hmm. If anything, you have all that knowledge and experience that is evaporating, that's leaving the company. That's very scary. It's your life it limit. It's how you got to pay your bills. So here here's my here's my advice. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, you can you can go on the digital boards. You can mm-hmm. go on LinkedIn. You can go mm-hmm. on uh, uh, Indeed. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Monster. Monster. Uh, <laughs> that's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. I mean, they're still out there. Career nah. Builder is still out there, and you can go to all of the the, the trade boards too, mm-hmm. like every profession seems to have a trade association yeah. where you can go and, and check out their job boards. But you have to remember the volume of competition that you're dealing with. And Everybody's if you don't have a that. connection to those organizations, then you know, you're know you essentially going into the black hole. I mean, it's, it's an easy thing to do to sit mm-hmm. down and just
1: throw out resumes and yeah. letters because you're sitting there and you feel like you have your control. But the truth is it's not the most effective. So I love LinkedIn. Yes. I'm a, I'm
0: a LinkedIn evangelist, and they do have a great job. Board. Is there a course for that as far as evangelical yeah. uh, approach? Oh, being a, being a LinkedIn e- e- evangelist? Yes. Yes, actually, they have quite a few certifications, yes. so you can do their work on, <laughs> yes. on their behalf. Yes. But, you know, they do have a good posting site, and what's nice about LinkedIn, because it's both a business site and a social site, mm-hmm. is... Uh, If there's a job posted Mm -hmm. through their algorithmic technology, Mm -hmm. through their system, they will tell you your connections at that company. Why is that so important? It's important because if you're going to be posting to a job, you can then contact that connection and Mm -hmm. say, would you mind... Referring me, mm-hmm. would you mind being being my advocate? Almost
1: vouching for you. Yeah, it's like the mafia. You know, he's a friend of ours. A friend of mine. He's he's a friend mine. of mine. A friend yes. of mine means a friend of mine. A friend yes. of ours is someone I know about. A friend of mine is someone to at least least working.
0: Yeah. So, sitting, for yeah. instance, uh, you know, just for giggles, uh, hypothetically, I saw a, a posting for for another company that it was interested in, mm-hmm. and it turns out there was a uh, a person, not even in HR, but maybe in another function, that. Uh, I had worked with, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but got reacquainted yeah. and said, Hey, you know, we we worked together 10 years ago, really enjoyed our time mm-hmm. together. I see there's a job at your company. Mm-hmm. Would you mind mm-hmm. being my advocate and mm-hmm. talking me up to the mm-hmm. hiring manager, or HR, sure. whoever yeah. is in control of uh, getting resumes to the right people? So that's that's one way to do it if you're going to take the digital strategy. The other is old school Go to your network. Mm-hmm. Contact as many people as possible. There is no shame mm-hmm. in being laid off. Mm-hmm. There's no shame in being... Because we've all
1: been through it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. There's there's no shame in being cut loose. As you say, we all go through it. So it's okay. Be humble and go to your networks. Go to the people that care about you, your houses of worship. Yeah. Your, uh, you know, local trade associations. Your local softball team. Honestly, the people in the community, the people that know <laughs> or the, you, are the, are the parents of the kids
1: who are playing basketball together. And yes, you talk to those parents, who
0: could speak to your integrity mm-hmm. and your character and who you are as a person. Of course, they may ask for more information. They about might you. ask
1: for your elevator pitch in terms of what kind of job which you're is looking fine. for, and your,
0: and your resume, yeah. which is essentially your your ticket in the door. Mm-hmm. But I'd say spend more time on contacting as many people as possible mm-hmm. and finding out where the opportunity are because those are the people that yeah. will get you in the door versus doing a blind posting to a company where you have no contacts. Well that's the other piece. It's all about one
1: on one and the truth is even though you hadn't spoken to that person in ten years, were they more than happy to help you out?
0: Yeah, I mean in this hypothetical situation, yes. this is a person who I actually hired.
1: Yeah. So I mean
0: ultimately we seem to think we're gonna put people on their way, but because
1: we're all into it, we have these relationships, there's a lot of stock you put in those old relationships that yeah.
0: Anytime someone came to me, would you help? Of course, I'll help. Always be a mensch. Absolutely. Always be a good person. Right? You don't always have to agree everything. Always be a mensch. Yes. Always be mensching. Yes. Always Always be mensching. mensching. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, now we have a Glengarry. Yes. (laughs) A Glengarry reference, which is great. (laughs) So, great episode. Yes. Chock full of great stuff. I'm glad we got contact us at, mm-hmm. at badtothedad.com in there because we did get some messages. That's and, right. And please keep emailing us because we will read your questions on on Contact air. us <laughs> at badtothedad.com. Contact us at badtothedad.com. We are Bad to the Dad. Dads, have a great week.